It is Unleashed, Barry at Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KNBR Radio in San Francisco. Brandon Belt is a Blue Jay. How will he be remembered? Let's go. What's happening? Thanks for joining us. John Lund, KNBR Radio in San Francisco. Unleashed, Barry at Sports Talk, which drops to you, our sweet, clean watchers and listeners. Thank you very much for doing that every weekday. And today it's Brandon Belt. We'll take a break from the 49ers. We'll take a break from the Warriors. Got a ton of 49ers to get to you all week long. And, of course, my day job, KMBR Radio in San Francisco from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the voice of the 49ers. Greg Papa will be all over the 49ers tomorrow. But one thing I know we'll talk about is Brendan Belt, who I wanted to dedicate an entire podcast and YouTube show to that. Uh, if you are uh, listening on the podcast, thank you very much. Please subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, and the such. The YouTube channel, please watch there because I'm going to put up a bunch of graphics. I'm going to put up a video of uh, Brandon Belt as well, a guy that I knew Fairly well with the Giants. He was on for a year with Pop and I on a previous radio show. He'd be on. He was on every single week. I was at Fan Fest with Brandon Belt a lot, and uh, I always seemed to be on his stage, uh, whether it be inside under the tent. But he was a really fun guy and funny guy. And I know, I know, you don't care about that as much, but uh, I think a really underrated piece of the Giants' championship years, twelve and fourteen, uh, hit the obviously the big home run in Cincinnati, which we'll replay for you. In the podcast and on the YouTube channel, you can watch it. But uh, I, I liked Brandon Belt. I was a Brandon Belt guy, and I know that he was probably the most polarizing giant of this run with the Giants and certainly one of the most polarizing giants of all time. And given social media and the, the different things, and I'll explain my version of why. And by the way, leave your comments anytime on the YouTube channel. Just go to the uh, comment section, and I'll uh, put the best ones on the show, at John Lund Radio on Twitter and Instagram. So make sure that you are uh, giving us comments on that. I love to get feedback on the show. Tell us what you like, what you don't. Give us your thoughts on Brandon Belt. As I said, one of the most polarizing giants, certainly, of this uh, generation of fans. So I'd love to hear your your viewpoint on it. I'll give you my viewpoints on it. But here is the tweet right here. Let's start with that. Uh, Susan Slusser, of course, our insider from the Chronicle on KMBR, says uh, one year, uh, $9.3 million for Brandon Belt. Uh, it says the uh, signing one year of Toronto will be announced uh, tomorrow. Giants had spoken to Belt, but the Blue Jays move faster to get something done. With this, Brandon Crawford is the lone remaining member of the, two, the Giants 2012 and 14 teams. And, of course, as we well know with Carlos Correa, the physical has been completed and Belt is back at full health after surgery. So that is uh, Brandon Belt. That is what is happening. He is going to be a member of of the Toronto Blue Jays. So we'll get into everything around it. And again, hit me up in the comments section. Hit me up at John Lund Radio. I'd love to get your comments on uh, Brandon Belt. Uh, Let me throw some... Well, let me do this. Let me start with this as we uh, throw some slides here. You can see some of the stats there. Uh, Steven Risotto, there's only been seven hitters that have clips 5,000 plate appearances for the Giants. It's moving to San Francisco in 1958. Bonds, Mays, McCovey, Posey, Crawford, Robbie Thompson, Brandon Belt. Eno Saris, anytime Eno puts anything out from a standpoint of statistics, the last 10 seasons qualified first baseman by RC+. Brandon Belt comes in 12th of a pretty good list of first basemen. And finally, our good friend Carlos Ramirez, who does a great job, Toma Papa. Uh, and I talked to him yesterday during Gi- uh, during 49ers pre and post game. He does Giants pre and post game as well. He's got the numbers. Games played, base on balls, home runs, doubles, RBIs, runs, OPS, hits, slugging, etc., uh, where Brandon Belt is in the tops of those. And so as far as Brandon Belt is concerned, uh, that's the whole story about Brandon Belt, right? The analytics loved him. The numbers loved him. You look back, uh, that's what Farhan and the Giants are all about. So it was numbers, numbers, numbers. 
for fans who are a proponent like me, and it's not that I'm anti-numbers. I've told you this a ton on the podcast. I just like to watch the damn game, and I can tell you who's a good player and who's not. And the numbers can tell you a certain story as well, but the numbers loved Brandon Bell. Uh, the fans, as we – let's throw his, his, uh, just his numbers up on the screen for you, and then we can tell a, a little bit better of a story. Again, starting in 2011 as a 23-year-old, again, I think part of the problem – because I got here in 2010, so I witnessed his entire career, which is he kind of got yo-yoed back and forth between the minors, but here was this big strapping left-handed hitter, and everybody thought he was going to be the next something or other, hitting 30 home runs, something he never did, although in 2021, in just 97 games, he hit 29 when the ball was flying all out of the yard. Uh, he hit 29 before that, 17, 14, 18, 17, 18, 17, he never got to that magical 30 mark and only got to the 20 mark one time. Was an all-star in 2016, as we saw. But if you're an OPS guy, which that's Farhan's deal, above average, average round Major League Baseball, 730, 740, something in that range. So, I mean, you're looking at an 841, 834, 868, 823. And then in 2020 and 2021, 1,015 OPS. And then that magical year in, uh, in 21 at age 33, in which Brandon only played 97 games, and that was the problem. 29 home runs, knocked in 59, and an OPS of 975. Always an above-average defender was Brandon Belt, and an underrated member of the 12 and 14 championship teams. But therein lies the problem. As you start looking at this thing, 2014 played in 61, 2017 played in 104, 2018 played in 112, uh, then played in 156. Woo! 2020, had, uh, well... 51, there was only 60 games that year, 97 in the magical year of 21, and of course last year, 78. So that was the complaint, right? He couldn't stay healthy. If he could have stayed healthy, what could he have been? That was the frustration by the team. Maybe too keen of an eye at the plate, right, where it, he, he was great. I mean, he walked a ton, and that's why the OPS loved him, along with the hits and everything else. But part of the problem for fans, I think, was the fact that he just walked maybe too much. I mean, that was the deal with Brandon Belt. Maybe he walked too much, and that was part of the problem for fans is maybe wasn't aggressive enough. And then, of course, had the hole in the swing with the high fastballs and specifically high and inside. Now, remember sitting in a Giants game one time early in Brandon Belt's career before this was kind of what everybody was targeting him for. And we sat right behind home plate, and Bip Roberts, the former A, showed me exactly what was going on with Brandon Belt's swing and how they were going to pitch him, and sure enough, they did. And that never got fixed. And that was just one of the things with Brandon Belt. But as far as a guy is concerned, you couldn't get a better guy. Uh, like I said, at FanFest, uh, sitting on the stage, dry sense of humor, which later turned into the captain. Uh, in fact, let's run a real back of uh, Brandon Belt. A Brandon Belt. I'm on, I'm, I'm on team Brandon Belt. Maybe, maybe you are now just because it's an appreciation that he's going to the Blue Jays. I didn't think he got enough uh, credit. Defensively, he held uh, together those infields. Yeah, he got hurt. A lot of times you just can't help that. The bunt in Colorado, those type of things. How can you help that? Uh, I don't think they're going to be a better defensive team, and we'll get into it a little bit later on in the podcast with one of the other guys they're going to fill in for Brandon Belt because I don't think they're going to make a move. But here's a little bit of a Brandon Belt appreciation video and, of course, his biggest home run, the 18th inning shot against the Nationals. Brandon Belt appreciation video. Belt with a drive hammered to deep right field, and that one is gone! Well, if you had the the great honor of playing your entire career in a Giants uniform, and this is your home park. Absolutely, and you know, 
like I've said before, I hope I get to to keep doing that because yep. I've I really love the Bay Area. I, I absolutely love this organization. I love the fans. There's no there's really nowhere else I want to play. So um, we'll see what happens. It's a business, you know, stuff happens. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, and all I know is I'm going to get as strong as I can and get ready to play baseball next year. Um, and hopefully I get to see these guys again because I, I, I love my teammates as well. And there you go at the end. Uh, he was up there with Crook and Kipe, and I remember that because we were all thinking that's probably it for Brandon Belt as he says goodbye to the fans. He was, again, a fan favorite. You loved him. You hated him. But you see there the opening day of 2022 when he embraced the captain, which was uh, just an awesome bit when you're winning, not so much when you're losing. But he kept things fun in the locker room and funny. And he was always a guy you could talk to and get a quote, sometimes serious, sometimes funny. The whole Brandon and Brandon thing with Brandon Crawford was a great bit as well. And that's it. Brandon Crawford is the last one standing of those teams that won World Series in 2012 and 2014. Now, the debate is going to come, and I'm going to flash this up on the screen in just a second, of what the Giants have now. But should they have re-signed him? At the beginning of the offseason, I wasn't a person who thought, yeah, let's bring Brandon Belt back. Uh, a lot of injuries last year. I'm sick of the injuries. If I'm the Giants, I can't go with, you know, Evan Longoria in and out of the lineup and Brandon Belt in and out of the lineup. And you know, they signed Crawford to an extension, so I get it. But you can't go into a season with the, with your fingers crossed like they did last year. They're going off 2021, and they're saying, hey, we won 107 games, and these guys held up, whether it was with duct tape and super glue and, and all this kind of stuff. We They did that. I understand the front office's thought. We didn't want to do that. We didn't want to go through that another season but then you signed Michael Conforto and today or yesterday they signed Luke Jackson the pitcher coming off Tommy John surgery it's not like they're being uh, cautious when they're bringing in guys with injuries but yet they flag Carlos Correa I get it it's different it's over 13 years and you don't want a, that degenerative ankle condition to blow out after five years and still have to pay the guy I completely understand that but if you were going away from injured guys Brandon Belt signed a one-year 9.3 million dollar deal with the Toronto Blue Jays given the offseason they had Given and, and I'm going to be at Fan Fest on February 4th, and you know I'm going to hardly know any of the guys outside of Brandon Belt, so hopefully I'll get his stage. Or excuse me, Brandon Crawford. Hopefully I'll get his stage because there's just not a lot of guys left. And give the Giants credit in one sense, they kept all those guys around. It kept the turnstiles turning, but they waited too late to make the moves. But having the offseason, they did, and I think the frustration of the fan base, which again I'll see up close and for personal. I think it's February 4th for Fan Fest. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to announce that, but I think it's already been announced. But anyway. It's, it's going to be interesting to see because this is going to be a frustrated fan base that didn't get their star in the offseason. And while I wasn't a proponent to sign Brandon Belt at the beginning of the offseason, given the kind of offseason they had and given the fact that he was really good in 20 and 21, albeit injured, I'll give you that. The alternatives, which I'll flash now on the screen, of Lamont Wade Jr., who had one good season with the Giants in 21, as everybody did. Uh, J.D. Davis, who was an afterthought in New York with the Mets. And Wilmer Flores, who basically bl- brings a frying pan out to the out to the uh, diamond when he plays defense, throw in potentially that's why I put third baseman down there. Put in there potentially David VR, who I like a lot and is a really smart guy. And we've had him on KMBR a few times. I really like David VR. But if you're going into the season with Lamont Wade Jr., J.D. Davis, Wilmer Flores, David VR, in some way, shape, or form rotation as your first base, then why not just throw Brandon Belt in there? At $9.3 million, that's what he got from the Blue Jays. Probably would have taken less to stay here. I just played the video of uh, Brandon Belt from the home run against the Nationals to, of course, the captaincy, but then talking to Kruk and Kipe, and he wanted to stay here. This was the He loves this organization. He's one of those guys that you'd like to keep around. And, again, 
in lieu of having a better option, I was like, you know, I'm sick of the injuries. I get it. I understand the front office's frustration with him. But do you have a better option on the roster? Lamont Wade Jr., J.D. Davis, Wilmer Flores, David Villar, are those better options? If you're trying to be better defensively, and I know at going into his age 35 season, he's not what he used to be defensively, but he's better than all those guys defensively by leaps and bounds. So you're trying to be better defensively. There's not going to be a shift. There's going to be a lot of left-handed hitters aiming for that side of the field because you can't shift so radically like you were, and you're going to have a lesser defensive first baseman over $9 million. I never would have envisioned myself saying this at the beginning of the offseason. I wouldn't have thought I would. But I would rather have Brandon Belt over there than anybody else, and Brandon Belt did want to stay with the Giants. We heard that, and he's just—he's an upfront guy. He's an honest guy. Now, you saw in the tweet earlier, and I can pop it up there again, from Susan Slusser, she said that they were engaged. Uh, Giants had spoken to Belt, but the Blue Jays moved faster to get something done. Believe me, if Brandon Belt had thought he was going to get something done with the Giants, he would, he would be a Giant right now. But he's a Blue Jay. And again, at the beginning of the offseason, when we were talking names like Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa and and a lot of other different names that they didn't acquire, I wouldn't have thought Brandon Belt would be a guy that I'd want to bring back. I get frustrated just like fans do when it comes to injured guys. The best ability is availability. So Longoria and Belt and guys who have gotten injured and even Crawford and, you know, guys that you like. But if you're not in the lineup every single day and we've got to have extra guys around and we're constantly playing the platoon game, I'm not a fan of that. You look around the National League and you look around baseball in general, you're getting less of the platoons. Look at Atlanta, look at Philadelphia, look at the Dodgers even who are big on the left-right thing. We're getting less of that, and we're getting more stable guys in a lineup, five, six, seven guys in a lineup, and then you got a couple of positions that you're moving around. I'm simply saying that it wouldn't shock me if Brandon Bell had a pretty damn good season in Toronto, and if you take a look at their roster, he doesn't have to be the three, four, or five hitter, and that's something why there was a frustration with Brandon Belt is, okay, you're injured, you got a hole in your swing, maybe you're too selective at the plate, but we need you to hit 30 home runs because there's no one else in that lineup available to do that. If Brandon Belt had just been looked at as a guy who could play really good defense, be a complimentary player, and and pop 15 to 20 out of the park with with a far above average OPS and be appreciated for it, then he would have been seen as a guy that a lot of people would love to have on their team. I know that the Yankees taking a shot at that uh, right field ports, the Red Sox taking a, a shot at pes- the pesky pole, those kind of things. I thought he would be a fit in one of those places, but he ends up in another AFC or AFC in another American League East ballpark in which is a homer friendly play. So I wouldn't be surprised next year if Brandon Bell hit 20 to 25 home runs at Rogers Center was a complimentary player to a bunch of hitters. Vlad Guerrero's in that lineup. Look at the lineup that the Blue Jays walk out there every single day. He doesn't have to be the three, four, or five hitter. He can be the seven hitter and play solid defense at first base, and they're going to like him up in Toronto. So anyway, look, I'm not complaining they didn't get him. I understand the business side of it. All I'm saying is let's pay a little homage to Brandon Belt because a great guy on the field. Yeah, Belt Wars. Yeah, he's one of the most polarizing players. But at the end of the day, now that he's leaving the organization, he was a hell of a giant. Helped him win two World Series. Yes, he didn't stay healthy. Yes, he had a hole in his swing. Yes, he was frustrating at times. But he got it by the end. He was a hell of a good captain. He was funny. I knew him personally. He was a great guy. Was on our show uh, with Papa and I one year, every single week. Never dull. Talking about uh, his favorite Italian restaurants and things like that when we were kind of looking at him strange going, uh, Olive Garden? Really? Anyway, he was a good dude. So uh, an ode to Brandon Belt who is 
a Blue Jay at one year and $9.3 million. Give me your thoughts on Brennan Bell. Polarizing for sure. Comments section on the YouTube channel. At John Lund Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Brandon Belt, what do you think? How is he going to go down and be remembered? He's a Blue Jay. It's Unleashed. Barry Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. Make sure my day job, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We'll talk about this. We'll talk a lot of 49ers as they get ready for the Seahawks as well. Subscribe if you're listening on the podcast. Apple, Spotify, we'll get your favorite podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And we will have a live chat on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Wednesday, 7 o'clock for the live chat. Brandon Belt, give me your comments. It's Unleashed, various Sports Talk with me, John Lund. I'm KMBR Radio in San Francisco, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.